So the primary way that God speaks is through his word, Mm -hmm. uh, through the Bible. Uh, God has spoken through the Bible. Uh, Frankly, uh, actually, Katrina and I were talking about this on the drive this morning. There are a lot of things you don't have to pray about. Mm -hmm. God's already told you uh, in his his word. And so uh, one of the ways to get to know God's voice in your life is to get into his word. His word, the Bible, is his voice. First mm-hmm. um, Timothy 3.16 says, all scriptures God breathed. His, his DNA is in it. It, it, it. It's living, it's breathing, it's active. All scripture is God breathed uh, and is useful for teaching us, guiding us, correcting us, rebuking us, training us in righteousness. And so if you wanna know God's voice, get in his word. Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Chad, today we're going to talk about how God speaks, and there's so many different directions we could go with this, but I I want you to share with us. You've been kind of on a journey recently, but also over the last couple of years of just learning how to hear God speak in your own life. So kind of talk us through what, what is the journey that you've been on? Yeah. So, uh, that was a good setup, Robert. Thanks. I like that. We'll see how you do with it. I mean, I feel like the tee up was there. Well, dude, I've, I've been on a journey for 51 years, right? Yeah. Everybody's like, how long did you work on that sermon? 51 years. Anyway. Um, yeah. Hearing God speak. I, I think, um, you know, if you talk to God, you're spiritual, Mm-hmm. Right, but if you hear from God, you might be crazy. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of how uh, the church and people look at that. For some reason, we don't expect Him to talk back to us mm-hmm. when the Bible, over and over again, is stressing that life is about relationship with God. Well, this this thought just popped into my head. Yeah, the very beginning pages of your Bible, God speaking. Like yeah. this is this is part of the nature of who he is. He speaks everything into existence. He could have just snapped his fingers, whatever. Um, he, he's communicative, and he's he's been speaking ever since. He never stops speaking. He continues to speak. Yeah. Well, he's relational, mm-hmm. you know. And the goal of the Bible is that people would have a relationship with God and trust Him. That's mm-hmm. how that relationship begins. And all relationships require trust. It's just the Bible word for trust is faith. Mm-hmm. So in any relationship, there has to be communication mm-hmm. and communication works two ways. There's talking and then there's, there's listening, mm-hmm. right? Both, both people in the relationship, both persons will say it that way because God is not a people. God is God, but he is a person. He has personhood. He has intellect, personality, feelings, and will. Both persons in any relationship uh, speak and listen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so how do we hear from God? And why why do we think hearing from God is a crazy thing, mm-hmm. right? But talking to God is a spiritual thing. Um, I think it's because we're intimidated. Um, it's a little bit of a mystery, mm-hmm. and yet not, of how God speaks to us. Well, and to your point earlier, there's, anytime you hear about somebody hearing a voice mm-hmm. and there's not a person there, you're like, oh, that, that person's crazy. Like yeah. that is, that is we, we associate that with craziness. And sometimes hearing from God, it's not an audible voice, but I've heard stories of people going, I audibly heard God speak something, whether it was in their mind or whatever, but they, they heard something. Um, a lot of times it's a thought, it's an impression, it's a, it's a sense. Sometimes it comes even from within, like this overwhelming sense of you're loved or, you know, whatever it is that God wants to speak to you in that moment. Um, but yeah, people tend to go, man, if you're hearing from somebody and there's not another person in the room, you might be crazy. Yeah. Well, the Bible over and over again 
uh, gives examples of God speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> at one point, God speaks through a donkey mm-hmm. to uh, a man named Balaam, which always gives me hope because if God can speak through that donkey, he can speak through this one too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. God speaks through donkeys. There's a King James version of that that's probably more Yeah, no, my grandma, accurate. who... Uh... <laughs> She she was a big part of our discipleship. I remember she's... And Christmas songs with other words. Yeah, we're sitting there having a conversation, and she's like, you remember Balaam's ass? And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Grandma? And she's like, yeah, Balaam's ass. You're like, Grandma, is that a rap song? <laughs> like, you got to yeah. stop saying that. Okay, Robert said it. I'm going to give yeah. him a pass. It, it meant donkey. Yeah, it, is it a was noun. Go, it's in the King James. Well, the other version is a noun, too, but we're talking about donkey right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so God speaks in all kinds of different ways. I mean, at one moment, there's a hand that writes mm-hmm. on a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, God speaks through signs and wonders. Um, God speaks through sunrises. He speaks through moments of awe and like just if ever you've had a moment that you've just gone, wow, that's incredible. You looked up at the stars at night, you know, you're camping and there's no light pollution and you can see the Milky Way and a meteorite shooting star goes by and you're like, wow, like that's God speaking in that too. This morning. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that, that God speaks through his creation. Mm -hmm. The Um, heavens declare the glory glory of of God. God. That's right. We're all looking at our cell phones. Um, (laughs) the heavens declare the glory of God and we're looking at our phones this morning. Um, Katrina and I were driving back from beautiful Huma, Arizona, and we, we spoke at a (laughs) little destination trip for you guys. Yeah. You know what? What's funny? Uh, so last week, uh, we were in New York city, uh, in times square. Mm -hmm. And then last night we're in Huma. So I, I told Katrina this morning, I'm like, we're like Jesus. We're like in the middle of Times Square talking mm-hmm. about Jesus, and then we're in Yuma, Arizona talking about Jesus. Like, we're, we're with everybody. And uh, anyway, so we're driving back this morning, and we're listening to worship music, and it's like, I don't know, 7 o'clock. And um, I'm drinking my coffee, and then she's drinking her tea, because that's how we roll. And the sun, of course, we're headed east, because we're mm-hmm. coming from Yuma back to Phoenix, and the, the sun is rising over one of the mountains and just where we were at. And we're listening to Chris Tomlin singing mm-hmm. How Great Is Our God. Mm-hmm. And man, it was just good. Yeah, I mean, we had a worship moment and God was speaking to us, right? In that mm-hmm. moment, just of his majesty and of who he is. And then at the same time, as big and as objective and as powerful as he is in that moment for Katrina and I, it was this little subjective yeah. moment with us and God. Well, think about all the ways he's speaking in that moment. He's speaking through your relationship with Katrina. That's a reflection of God's love for us. Marriage is this... This mystery, the Bible says, but it's a reflection of, of how God loves his church. Even the provision of something like coffee and tea, you're just enjoying that. Thank you, Jesus. The beauty of the sunrise, you have the music playing with the lyrics and even just the instrumentation and, the, and why even music exists. There's no evolutionary reason for there to be music. It's just this transcendent, beautiful gift that God's given us. And it's a reflection of his creativity. All of that is speaking to you at the same time. Yeah. And people are like, I don't think God speaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, honestly, man, we're, we're driving down the road and the lyrics are the splendor of the king mm-hmm. robed in majesty. Uh, let all the earth rejoice. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and then the sun's coming. I mean, it's just like, gosh, let's talk about the primary ways he speaks. Yeah. Because we're all wanting specific counsel for specific decisions. Mm-hmm. And so people may be driving in their car right now going, great. Glad you had a great worship experience. I got <laughs> to make, jo- make a job yeah, decision, right? Or a relationship decision. Um, let's talk about the primary way God, primary mm-hmm. ways that God speaks. Mm-hmm. He can speak however he wants. Um, but if you're looking for direction in life and what to do, let's talk about how to hear from God. So the primary way that God speaks is through his word. 
through the Bible. Uh, God has spoken through the Bible. Uh, frankly, uh, actually, Katrina and I were talking about this on the drive this morning. There are a lot of things you don't have to pray about. Mm-hmm. God's already told you uh, in his in his word. And so uh, one of the ways to get to know God's voice in your life is to get into his word. His word, the Bible, is his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, 1 Timothy 3.16 says, all scriptures God breathed. His, his DNA is in it. It, it, it. It's living. It's breathing. It's active. All scripture is God-breathed uh, and is useful for teaching us, guiding us, correcting us, rebuking us, training us in righteousness. And so if you want to know God's voice, get in his word. And, and I think the biggest challenge for me in modern day that I see over and over again. So every once in a while, you and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, I'll talk about something controversial. And people can't even hear the word of God mm. because they're primarily discipled by CNN news, mm-hmm. you know, and Fox News. Um, they're primarily discipled by podcasters, mm-hmm. whether they're conservative or liberal. And so I'm standing up here talking about the Bible. And you can't get it through the filter. Saying something mm-hmm. they've never heard before or saying it in a, in, a, in a way they've never heard before. But they're running it through the Fox News CNN filter. And, I, and it's really hard to break that. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's listening now, deciding whether or not they agree or disagree. Nobody's listening to learn. And so as a pastor, that's, that's difficult. Mm-hmm. But we, we've got to make the word of God um, an authority in our lives. We want to submit ourselves under it because God is speaking mm-hmm. through his word. And so um, when we talk about the issues of our time, you know, is God speaking? Well, he is speaking and he has spoken. And the challenge of God is he's full of grace and truth, mm-hmm. right? And everybody wants one or the other. And there's so many things in a broken world that we're living in attention, mm-hmm. right? So all sinners are broken and yet all sinners can receive grace. So there's there's all these things about the Word of God that we have to think and that we have to submit ourselves to, even if we don't fully understand it. And, and we live continually with the Word of God accessible to us. Yeah. It's just what we want is a sign or a fortune cookie, right? Uh, we want magic. God wants trust. Which to say this as a pastor, which some people might be like, really? Uh, there are things in the Bible, I don't like what it says. Hmm. And I don't like what it says for me and for my life. But there's at the end of the day, I go, but I trust God and I trust his heart. And so I'm going to go, okay, I might not like this, but I'm going to trust it because I trust the source because I believe this is truly God's word. Um, And so, yeah, you might disagree with things that are in the Bible or you might go, I don't like what that says about this. Uh, But at the end of the day, do you trust God? Yeah. And that's that's what it's about. And you said that earlier, relationships are built on trust. Yeah. And well, so it's, what, it's a trust relationship to go, okay, I'm going to let this be authority in my life. God speak to me. And, and he will do it with grace, but he will also confront things in your life. Yeah. So if you're a truth person, you don't like grace. Mm-hmm. So the Bible talks about grace and you're going, is the Bible woke? <laughs> no, the Bible, the Bible is full of truth. Mm-hmm. Um, what was sin then is sin now and will always be sin. Uh, but truth people don't like when the Bible talks about grace because truth people are self-righteous, right? And then grace people don't like truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, grace people go, oh, is is the Bible prejudiced or, mm-hmm. you know, am I going to be a bigot if I obey the Bible? No, you, you just don't understand yeah. the truth in the context of God's grace. Both of those things are always at play. So, yeah, there's things in the Bible people wrestle with. And by the way. If God always agrees with you, mm-hmm. you do not worship the real God. And so I would encourage you, um, whether you're a Sun Valley person or not, when your pastor is teaching something, 
and it pushes against what you've always thought, just know there's a good chance your pastor has a better understanding of the scriptures than you do. Just know they've probably spent more time studying it and thinking about it. And it could be this is an opportunity for you to learn because God is going to shove on your paradigm. He's going mm-hmm. to shove on your um, preconceptions. Yeah. Right? And pastors can be wrong. Pastors yeah. have been wrong for a long time and lots of different things. That That is a possibility. Uh, but it could be that they're just doing a good job unpacking whatever the verse says in the context that it was written to the audience that it was written and just what it means. You just don't like it. And I'll just just to kind of let us all in on this reality, our natural bent, our heart's desire doesn't naturally lean into God. Um, that is something that is the work of his spirit to transform. The, the Bible uses, and this is going to sound maybe crass to some people, but I'm going to, I'm going to go there. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it on the podcast. You've already said Balaam's ass. I already said ass. No, but the, the Bible talks about circumcision a lot. And it, and it, it uses that as an analogy of circumcision of the heart, that there is a cutting away that needs to happen from the heart, that there is this heart of stone that God wants to replace with a living heart. And it hurts. And it's yes, yes. And so um, sorry if that, that ruined your morning or whatever, you're on your drive with your, your <laughs> coffee and you're going, hey, he's talking about this. Uh, but that is a reality. God, God is cutting away yeah. that old us, that old self, that, that sin soaked, just kind of, we, we permeate that in our lives and the spirit wants to come in and give us a new heart and give us a new life. And yeah, the cutting away process, it is a painful process. And there's times you go, I don't, I don't want anything cut away. I want to keep what I had. So, well, what's always funny to me, it's usually truth people that say stuff like this and I'm a truth person. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand I'm very blunt. Um, we got to stand on the truth of God. I 100% agree. You do know that part of the truth of God is amazing grace. Uh-huh. And those two things are at play with one another. The Bible's not a weapon that we beat people with. Uh-huh. It's a mirror that we examine our own lives in. So, yeah. But when he wants to change us, it hurts. Uh-huh. It hurts. So primary way God speaks uh, through the Bible. Um, another primary way God speaks is through godly others. Uh-huh. Um, people that um, love you enough to care more about your future than they do your feelings. Uh-huh. Uh, people, so you're saying God's design is not that we're all just lone wolf. We're going to figure this thing out on our own, that he's designed it, that, well, that we learn through community and those who have gone ahead of us. Yeah. So the king of isolation is not God. That's right. The king of isolation is Satan. His his desire is that everybody be alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, God in his very essence is communal. He's father, son, and spirit, and yet one God. And so relationships are a big deal to God. And so one of the ways that God will speak to us is through godly others, uh, people that really care about what God wants Mm -hmm. in our lives. So when you're looking for advice, you don't want to just look for somebody that will agree with you. Mm -hmm. You want to look for somebody that knows the Bible, because that's the primary way God speaks. And you want somebody that um, is going to give you good Bible counsel, Yeah. right? And And they have wisdom. How do you know if somebody has wisdom? Well, people who are wise are usually humble. Um. So arrogant people, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So the more that you know God, actually, the more humble you become. Yeah. Look at the, look at the fruit in their lives. If you want to know, okay, is this person following God? Well, you'll see things like love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. You'll see that evident in their life and you'll go, okay, this person has wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and too, um, you know, there's probably some stability in their life. Yeah. There's fruit. 
Yeah, there's there's perseverance over time. There's fruit in their relationships. You see healthy relationships around them. If there is just a wake of devastation behind them, you might not want to seek advice unless you're going the route of, hey, tell me everything not to do. That person might have a ton of wisdom to give in the not to do category. <laughs> well, you, you said something um, even maybe more brilliant than I think. I, I just want to make sure we catch this. Mm-hmm. Typically, we think somebody is spiritual because of the watering system. Mm-hmm. They listen to podcasts. They have a lot they, of knowledge about something. They read lots of books. They quote things from people that have been dead for a long time. Yeah. But I, I love the point that you just made. Wisdom is not about watering system. Wisdom is about fruit. When Jesus evaluates our lives, um, he's not going to ask you how many verses you've memorized. Now, memorizing verses is important, but the point of memorizing scripture is so that you might obey what the scriptures say (laughs) so that you might know God better. And so what you want to examine is the fruit to your point, character, Mm -hmm. to your point, stability in their life. Do they have healthy relationships? What's the fruit? Mm -hmm. So you see somebody with good fruit. uh, That's somebody that you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. So God primarily speaks to the Bible. And by the way, any counsel a godly person gives Mm -hmm. you, will fall in line principally with the scriptures. Yeah. So. And godly people won't always agree with you because sometimes we go down these little spirals of thought and we get into negative thinking or wrong thinking. A godly person is going to say, you're just seeing it wrong. And they'll give you perspective and they'll go, you're totally missing reality right oh, now. Yeah. And uh, and so, if, again, to your point, if they always agree with you on everything all the time, it might just be that they're they're wanting to be your friend. It's not yeah. necessarily they're wanting to, to be counsel and, and to be wisdom in your life. Yeah. Well, by friend, I mean buddy. Yeah, yeah, they're just wanting to, to clarify, like wanting you to like them. So the Bible, uh, godly others, uh, God speaks through his spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, now, God is speaking through the Holy Spirit when you're reading the Bible and when godly others are being godly. Uh, but sometimes the Holy Spirit will just give you a whisper. Mm-hmm. He'll speak to you directly. Uh, we're going to learn about this when we do Rooted. Um Well, we are doing Rooted right now, so we're recording this a little earlier, but this is one of the things that we're working on. I would encourage you, if you're doing Rooted with us at the church, uh, don't just get the content in Rooted. Go through those experiences. Mm -hmm. So when we do the prayer experience, when when these kind of things are um, there and we're walking through it, like, go all in. Yeah. You, You will get out of it what you put into it. To use an old analogy, it's like if you remember those old, like, tuner radios, you know, you, you're, you're tuning in and then all of a sudden you hear something when you hit that frequency, um, all the different activities that we're, we're doing throughout Rooted, um, we're tuning into different frequencies and God's going to speak through these different frequencies. You're going to hear things that you wouldn't otherwise hear. Um, serving, God will speak to you through serving in ways that he He won't speak to you. Um, but when you go, man, I'm going to use whatever gifts I think God's given me and I'm going to start serving others. You're going to learn things about God. You're going to learn things about yourself when you do the prayer experience. You might be surprised what God speaks to you through the prayer experience, but you won't know it until you do it. Uh, if there's opportunities to, to be vulnerable with somebody and to bring things into the light, God will speak to you in those moments, but you have to do it. That's why Jesus is so emphatic on don't just hear the teachings, like do what I say, put it into practice, and then the God of peace will, will guide you in, in all areas. And this is this is part of our role in this journey with God is we're lifting up the sail, we're tuning in the radio and going, okay, God, I want to hear from you. Um, if your life is just full of noise and you're going, 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 man, God doesn't speak, pause and start tuning that radio and, yeah. and he'll speak to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit, um, it's usually, some people call it this, like a still small voice. Mm-hmm. Um it, it can be a whisper. And sometimes it's just something that uh, he'll appre- impress on your mind or in your thoughts. And so, and then sometimes you might go, was that me? 
what was that? Well, if it's in accordance with the Bible, just go with it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but sometimes it'll be like uh, somebody's on my mind, mm-hmm. and I've learned over a period of time and mistakes that when somebody's on my mind, there's a good chance the Holy Spirit's bringing them to my mind. And so I pray for them. And then sometimes, uh, if it's appropriate, I'll shoot them a text or give them a phone call and mm-hmm. just check on them. But the Holy Spirit will do those kinds of things. Uh, sometimes if you get an uneasiness around somebody, that might be discernment mm-hmm. uh, from the Holy Spirit. There's just different ways that the Spirit reacts. But to your point, the Spirit gifts people in different ways. And so some of you, He's going to always speak to you through serving. I mean, that's just the way you connect with Him. Uh, for some, he's going to connect with you more through godly others. I mean, there's just different ways that he speaks. So in this rooted deal, go in with the experiences because the Holy Spirit side of it is experiential. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we want. So God speaks through his word. Uh, God speaks through godly others. God speaks through the Holy Spirit. Uh, God speaks through pastors and teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's our campus pastors. That's our staff. Um, that's uh, Robert and I. God, God speaks through authority in your life, and pastors and teachers have authority. Uh, Jesus even taught that God speaks through the government, hmm. and God speaks through um, those who are there to protect us. And sometimes we look at our government and we're like— Yeah, you just made everybody real nervous. <laughs> I don't think God's speaking. Um, and that's accurate. Not everything our government does is godly. So again, every time God is speaking, it will be in accordance with the mm-hmm. Scriptures. So that's how you filter that out. But authority is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, Teachers are there for a reason. If you're a kid and you still live at home, God is going to speak to you through your parents. That's godly authority in your life. Uh, Robert and I are married, and God speaks to us through our wives Mm -hmm. uh, because there's mutual submission in marriage. And um, I give an account to my wife. Mm -hmm. You know, as much as I believe the scriptures teach that um, men are to lead the home spiritually. Uh, God speaks through women, and marriage is about a mutual submission, and so I have authority over my wife, and my wife has authority over me. I belong to her. Lindsay has a front row seat of my life. I have a front row seat of her life, and we can see things that the other person can't see, and God will say, hey, I think think maybe this is out of balance, or I think this is is an area that that needs to be addressed, and God uses us in each other's lives often to speak and go, hey, you can't see this right now? I can see it miles away. Let Let me help you. Yeah. All of these things, if it's God, again, Mm -hmm. it'll go in line with what the scriptures Mm -hmm. teach principally. So what have we said? We said the Bible. We've said um, godly godly others. others. We've said, uh, obviously, obviously, the Holy Spirit. Uh, We've said authority uh, figures in our life, pastors, teachers, Mm -hmm. uh, people that just have authority over us could be our spouse. If we're living at home, could be our parents. And then the fifth way um, that God primarily speaks is through open door, closed door. And that's the one everybody wants to go to. It's mm-hmm. actually the least reliable because mm-hmm. uh, I can open a door and I can close the door. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, God's speaking, but I'm like, oh, no, that's a closed door because what God wants me to do is difficult. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes uh, I can crash open a door because it's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So when I was growing up, it was always the open door, closed door thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wouldn't rely on that one too yeah. much. Uh, that comes from something Paul says in the New Testament. Uh, but frankly, most of us are not as spiritual as Paul, mm-hmm. and we take that out of context. Well, it's easy to think something's an open door because somebody's putting pressure on you. Oh, I need this, or right? and, yeah. and we're responding to the needs of people instead of responding in obedience to what God's actually calling us to. And so, yeah, that's why that one is a little bit tricky because you might feel like, oh, this is an open door opportunity. 
for a while, I was saying yes to every speaking engagement, every camp, every whatever. Oh yeah, uh, and I was, yeah. and it was because there's needs out there, right? And then, uh, um, and then I started having some physical issues because my body's going, "Hey, you keep doing this stuff, we're not going with you." <laughs> like my body just revolted. And then uh, my wife, in all of her brilliance and wisdom and insight, said, "You need to say no to a bunch of stuff." And because uh, I was doing stuff out of need, not out of obedience to God. Yeah, yeah. there's a balance to all that. Um, we're running out of time. There's Within this conversation, and, and we don't have time to get into it, uh, but I just want to throw this out there. If you're like, I don't like just sitting in a corner and reading a book, and I, I don't know if that's me, um, there's lots of different postures to receiving. And now these are the sources that, that God speaks, but for some people, it's going on a hike. For some people, it is being in quiet solitude. Um, for some, it's different environments. There's different disciplines. For some, it's when we gather together and we worship together as a church and we're singing songs. Um, just know that there's a lot of ways that God wants to connect with you, and God can connect with you. And if you're like, I don't know if this one way resonates with me. Okay. I would still challenge you to try that. If you're like, I never want to fast. Well, sometimes God speaks through fasting, different disciplines. Um, do that anyway, even if it's uncomfortable, because you might be surprised what God speaks to you through that. Uh, but just know that if there's something that doesn't resonate, there's lots of ways that God wants to connect with you. Yeah. The more you're around God's voice, mm -hmm. the Bible, church, godly others, the more you'll recognize his voice. That's right. The Holy Spirit, the way he's guiding you step yep. by step. Um, you talked about my job. I'm on this journey of learning to just be quiet and let the Holy Spirit minister to me mm -hmm. and speak to me. And uh, one of the things that fuels me in doing that is I have some knowledge of the Bible. So mm -hmm. those things are connected. All those things are at work. So bottom line is um, God is speaking mm -hmm. and he wants you to know him and know his voice. Yeah. The more time the sheep spend with the shepherd the more they recognize his voice. That's what the analogy Jesus gives. Yeah. So bottom line for today, um, let's work on listening. Yeah. And see what God does. Chad, you want to pray for us? Yeah. Holy Spirit, give us wisdom of your voice. In the word, through others, through authority, through those small whispers that you give us. Sometimes you give us pictures, images, dreams, different things. Give us wisdom of your voice. And I pray that we would listen. Forgive us for when we ask for magic. You know, God, give me a sign. May we stop looking for a sign and may we start looking for a verse. You've, you've spoken in your word. And Holy Spirit, give us wisdom. May we get better and better at tuning in. So teach us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.